This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jeremy Wolf. Hello, hello, and welcome everyone to episode number 78 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Wolf. And today I'd like to welcome to the show Angela Duncan with We Insure. Angela, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, Jeremy, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's our pleasure. And thanks, as always, to our listeners for tuning in. Now, Angela, why don't we dive right in? Please tell us a little about what you guys do at We Insure. Yep, We Insure is a national um, insurance company. And at our location, we do about half personal lines, which is your home auto flood, anything that you would have personally. And then the other half is commercial lines. So whether you own a business or you own an apartment complex, we can do just about everything. Okay. And now for me, I actually come, it's funny, I come from the insurance world in another life. And even though I was in that world, it's always been confusing to me um, in terms of uh, property casualty insurance, uh, and then you're doing commercial as well. Um, so you, you'd say that your your business is probably an equal mix of the um, personal versus commercial insurance. It is, and 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 if you know anything about insurance right now, Florida is in the toughest market that we have ever seen. So I'm happy to be able to help clients both with their business and their personal because it gives us access to a lot more carriers. And so it's just really tough right now. I know clients are feeling that pinch. We've seen, especially on the commercial side, we've seen our rates double and triple this past year. And I really feel for our clients, but at least with a franchise opportunity, like we ensure we do have access to just about everyone in the market. So we do our best to shop the rates, but I understand clients are feeling the pinch right now. Yeah. I heard the other day um, that farmer's insurance was also leaving Florida. Is that accurate? That's accurate. So we've had some of the largest companies leave us in the past 18 months. I mean, it's just not profitable for them. So I can understand it from their side. And I know that Governor DeSantis is trying to help us out a little bit, but there's so much more that I guess we still need to do to help these these carriers stay in our market. Now, do you see moving into the future, do you see... Um... The, this problem being corrected more with through kind of regulation with the government side or more through kind of the, the, the free market side and kind of innovating with new products or some kind of combination of, of both those things? Definitely a combination of both. So there were some laws that were passed this year and last year that I know some of the consumer advocates are calling an insurance bailout, but we needed it. We need to make sure that, you know, we're not having frivolous lawsuits, that we're not having contractors and roofers that are you know, getting with attorneys and filing claims that really shouldn't be there because what it does is it hurts consumers that actually have legitimate claims that need an attorney to help advocate for them. But the amount of money that the attorneys and these roofers are making is kind of outrageous and it's not fair to the market. So, you know, I can see it from both sides. It's just the regulations need a little bit more time to be in place so that we can see the results from that because most of the lawsuits that are being settled right now are from two, three years ago. So it will take time. Yeah, it's gotta be tough to balance that, right? Because you have, you know, you have a homeowner 
they have a roofer come over and say, oh, you got some damage to your roof. You should speak to an adjuster. And they come over like, oh, yeah, this is from the hurricane, clearly. All right? And then you're like, all right, well, I can get a new roof out of this. I'm paying all these premiums every month. I might as well file a claim. And that's that's the type of thing that adds to this whole mess, right? It does. And it really comes down to education for our consumers because they don't know any different. They think that this company is trying to help them. They mm -hmm. think that, you know, damage was done. They pay insurance. They should use insurance. And so for the right consumers, that's correct, but not for everyone, because just because there's roof damage doesn't mean it came from a storm. It could be that your roof is too old and that you as the homeowner, it's your responsibility to replace your own roof. It's not the insurance responsibility. If it's old, then replace it. Yeah. And I, I think people, again, goes back to education, right? They don't understand that. Yeah, well, I get something free out of this now, but what that does when, when that process is replicated time and time again what we're seeing right now right everybody's premium skyrockets and then people are paying double the premiums and over the course of the next 20 30 years you end up paying more than you would to just fix the problem on your own almost right so it's uh, it's a fine line so they say yep we always tell our clients call us first if you yeah. can call us first before you make the claim let's talk about what your deductible looks like let's talk about what this carrier is going to do in the future if you do have this claim and figure out maybe another solution for you so that we can help keep your insurance in place. Because oftentimes, if you file a claim, whether you should have or you shouldn't have, then that insurance carrier may not renew you next year. And then I may not have another option. Right now, Citizens is supposed to be our last resort, but they will not take everybody. So if I can't get you a Citizens, I might not have an option for you. Yeah, so what happens if you can't get, let's say you can't get citizens, does, I guess, the mortgage company just put some kind of forced coverage in place and charges you bananas premiums or something, right? They do. And what most consumers don't understand about mortgage-placed insurance is that they are only covering themselves, meaning they are only covering that loan. So say, for example, you have a loan of 500000 on a million-dollar home and something happens to that home, you have a total loss. Well, the bank gets paid back. That's great for them. But you, as the consumer and the homeowner, get zero. The bank's insurance does not cover you as the homeowner. Well, that's no fun. <laughs> uh, so tell me, what? how'd you get into insurance? Is this something that you, um, you followed right after college? Or is this something that you got into a little bit later? Tell us a little bit about your journey. Sure. So I'm a serial entrepreneur. I love building businesses. Um, so my first career, I thought I wanted to be a stockbroker and um, got my Series 7, you know, was working through um, investments with clients because my passion really is teaching people and educating them about money. So I thought that would be a great route for me. Um, I went through the tech bubble and learned quickly that I could not stomach losing clients' money. So I thought that maybe real estate would be a better option for me. So I got my real estate license in 2007. And if you were in Florida during that time, we good all know timing. what happened. Yes, I have really good timing about getting into markets right before <laughs> they go down, unfortunately. Um, but it's a great learning lesson too. So I was in real estate for a long time and I wanted to have a secondary business that also supported my current client base. And I decided insurance would be a great route. And I've been in insurance now almost five years. And of course, like I said, I get in right before the market turns. So I learn quickly and I learn how to get through tough markets. And so I think that's a great advantage for our clients is being able to say, you know, once we get through this period, there will be sunshine on the other side, right? Because every market has a turn 
And on the other side, we've learned and we create a better market. So hopefully that's going to be the same with Florida insurance. Yeah. And I think it's, it's so important how you frame that about, you know, getting into the market at the wrong time. But, you know, you can either look at that one of two ways, uh, you know, that you, you messed up and, and it's all doom and gloom or that it was a, a learning experience and you take that into the next project. And everything always does uh, turn around for the better uh, at some point anyway. So, yeah. So tell us a little bit about um, yourself personally. What do you like to do when you're not working? Uh, maybe a little bit about your family. Yeah, so um, I live in Miami now, and I absolutely love Miami because there's always something to do. Um, I love going for uh, arts. I like music, anything to be around people. I'm also, I would call myself a master at networking. I go to a lot of networking events because to me, education is key. Investing in myself is key. While I do like to have fun, I enjoy going to networking events, learning about different people's businesses, figuring out how I can help them with their problems in their business, and then just learning the market in general. Because I think the more education that I can consume, the better off I am for my clients. So I'm always learning. Um, I do have a daughter. She's in college right now, and she has just started her own marketing company, which I'm very proud of. And I have two little chihuahuas at home that keep me company when I'm not working. <laughs> Ah, I used to have a little chihuahua. I love them. They're the best. I love all dogs, but. Yeah, and I will tell you from from an insurance standpoint, chihuahuas are the dog that is most likely to bite someone. (laughs) And homeowner's insurance, it's funny because like they'll ask you what kind of dogs you have. And if you have a pit bull or any of those dangerous breeds, they they can exclude liability from your insurance. But chihuahuas are not on that list, but chihuahuas are the number one dog to actually bite people. So I do have a sign up at my house that says, like, beware to hopefully (laughs) release myself from liability, which I doubt it will. But, you know, I do think about it from an insurance agent perspective. Yeah. Beware. uh, Attack dogs on the premises. (laughs) That's too funny, right? You see somebody comes over, they see the sign and these little two yapping chihuahuas come out like, what do you mean? Beware. Right. Right. (laughs) That's too funny. Um, let me, on a more serious note, looking back through your journey, is there anything that comes to mind, um, a life hardship, a challenge, something you struggled with along the way that you know, at the time going through it, it felt like the end of the world. Um, but again, sitting here today, looking back, you could, you could say you're grateful uh, or better off for having experienced that. Yeah, I think um, going through three different industries and three different downturns, Um, it comes down to mindset. That's the only thing I can control at the end of the day is my mindset. And you kind of like what you said earlier, you know, it's like, how do you approach the problem? I want to come to the problem and look for a solution and keep my mind as positive as possible because there's a lot of negativity. I mean, especially in the insurance market right now, I know that a lot of consumers and homeowners are having a really hard time and it can be a very negative topic. So I do my best to combat that and coming to them with positivity and say, like, this is the best solution we can do right now. And just kind of hold on. I think the the quote that I've heard right now is stay alive until 25, which means 2025. Let's get through the elections. And hopefully some of these changes in our law in Florida will have great effects, but it's going to take some time. So I tell people just be patient and keep a positive attitude. And that's all I can control at the end of the day. 
Yeah. It's so funny how, how everything works with hindsight, right? You go through a tough time and then you get to the other side of it and you're like, oh man, I sh should have done this and that, but like we're in a situation now and like nobody knows the future and we don't know when that turn is going to be. It could be 2025, could be 2024. We don't know. Um, but looking back at it, it just seems so obvious, right? Oh yeah, clearly I should have just done that. Why not? Yeah. And I think, you know, if I, if this goes out to any um, other insurance agency owners, this is the time to buy other agencies when there's they say like sharks in the water blood in the water people want to get out of the industry because they're tired they've been through this downturn before they don't want to fight with the carriers or have the negativity from the clients so if you're looking to expand your business right now right now should be the time that you're talking to other agency owners and working out either creative financing or some type of deal where they can get out and you can absorb their clients and grow your agency by acquisition right now. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And uh, for anybody out there listening that might be looking to buy or sell, um, I know a phenomenal uh, business broker right here in Cooper City, uh, Russell Cohen with Murphy Business Sales. He does a great job for a, a lot of business here locally and, and really beyond. So just a, a little plug to Russell. Good guy, good guy. Um, Angela, what's the one thing that you'd like for our listeners to know about your business? Um, for us, customer service is still a priority. You know, you want to work with an agent who does answer their phone, that does email on the weekends. You know, we know that clients' lives could be nine to five, and sometimes they're only available in the evening or on the weekends to speak to us. So we go above and beyond with the customer service part, because if we don't deliver great service, then we can mostly all offer the same product at the end of the day. So we want to make sure that our clients feel valued and that we care about their business. We care about their concerns and we're going to do our best to solve whatever issue that we are having with whatever insurance carrier that we're working with. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. I say this all the time and across so many different industries, especially something like your own with insurance, the importance of building long-term relationships with your clients so that you know, you as an agent, you have a vested interest in your clients, not just some nameless, faceless entity that you know, I'm sure they're trying to do a good job, but it doesn't really matter in their day to day life. But when you actually care about somebody and you know their family and you know their situation, you know, just intuitively, you're you know, you want to do a better job for them, and that's just so important to have, um, you know, for in your industry, insurance and financial sector, to have a good realtor, to have all these different professionals surrounding you. It takes the burden off of you and your day to day life, and not having to stress out about topics that you you know you know nothing about so it's important to cultivate a good team of uh of, of talented and uh, professionals that you could work with yeah people will say they you know you you don't care what someone can do for you until you feel like they care for you yeah 100 percent. so angela in closing why don't you share uh with our listeners how we could find out more please maybe share your website your contact information how can we learn more yeah, the best way to reach us is by telephone. Like I said, we have a team of about 12 people, so there's always someone in the office that can pick up the call. And that phone number is 561-703-2913. All right, very well. And uh, as always, we'll link in the description below to all of your contact information. Angela, thanks so much for joining us today. It was uh, really, really great to learn a little bit about yourself and your story. So thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, Jeremy. Yeah, our pleasure. And to our listeners, thanks always for tuning. Thanks as always for tuning in. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Everyone have a wonderful day. Thanks.
Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Cooper City. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to GNPCooperCity.com. That's GNPCooperCity.com. Or call 954-231-3170.